Yes, welcome in one and all. We've made it. We've made it to the big game, the showcase game, Allegiant Stadium, Super Bowl 58, Kansas City Chiefs against the San Francisco 49ers. A repeat of Super Bowl a couple of years ago when uh, we all remember Jimmy Groppro overthrowing uh, deep in the fourth quarter. What a joy to behold. Will Brock, Brock Purdy, Purdy off, um, suffered the same fate as my dog starts to go. Dogs start to go mental, which always helps. I knew I shouldn't have done it in a new position, but there we go. Never, never mind. But yeah, we've made it, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be going through the whole, uh, the whole showcase of the Super Bowl from the coin toss to the national anthem to the Gatorade color to the halftime shows. Absolutely everything covered here at the full ten yards, and as they have been all season to run it all through. Uh, Adam Wolford, good evening to you, sir. Um, speaking to you obviously beforehand, before we press the uh, the record <coughs> button. Shush. That um, yeah, we weren't really. Weren't really looking forward too much uh, to this one. I know Liam's going to have a different opinion because obviously his team's in the Super Bowl. But uh, yeah, it would be um, hard to get up for this one. Yeah, like we said, I think because it's a repeat of four years ago, it's just a kind of bleh Super Bowl. And it's it's a weird one for me personally because I love Mahomes. I, I like seeing him do as well as he is doing. And I, I think that he will be the best there has been. And he needs to win to catch up with Brady. But... It's yeah, I think it is just because it's a repeat of a few years back. The Chiefs haven't exactly been inspiring this year, as in, in terms of entertainment. They've obviously got the job done. They're kind of entering Patriots dynasty territory, where they can ease through the regular season and then get it together in the playoffs, which seems to be what they've done this year. Um, and the Forty ers I, I do like the Forty ers but obviously I've had a fairly strong opinion on Purdy all year um, <laughs> that he's. Um, He's not quite good enough to take a team all the way. So I may have to eat more words on that one after this weekend, which I will do. That's fine. I, I had an opinion on him and I I still, I think the jury's still out for me entirely. He's, he's done better than I thought, but yeah, it's, um, it'll be interesting. It'll be a fun one once he gets going and I'm getting there with it. Obviously all the novelty pops, all the player pops that are coming out now, I'll be getting into it over the next few days and I'm sure I'll get up for it by the time the game comes around. Yeah, I mean, I did. I did a preview where we did our little snippets for the for the main podcast, and I I, I went twenty eight twenty seven to the Kansas City Chiefs. But then I, I was thinking about it, and I was thinking, I don't like for the whole of the playoffs. I don't and I don't know because obviously touchdown scores. Obviously, you have got Kelsey and Pacheco and whatever. But I was like, how how Kansas City Chiefs get into to twenty eight points? But somehow they, you know, this season Liam they just just get the job done, and it doesn't doesn't really matter how or where or how many points or or whatnot. They they just win. Yeah, for like a twenty-eight point prediction, you just need those fourth those um, red zone errors, basically, just to to stop because they get into the red zone enough to score twenty-eight plus points, isn't it? It's just stop making those those silly mistakes. But yeah, like you like you said, they kind of just been been able to get it done. Um, I've been listening to loads of pods this week, betting pods, and there's two views, isn't there? It's like the Ravens completely lost the game, and second half Chiefs offense was terrible, or the other side is obviously they just tried to sit on the ball because they knew they had a lead. So yeah, if you want twenty-eight points, you need Chiefs to uh, play a lot better in the second half. But yeah, I think it'll be, I prefer this game to Chiefs-Lions, even as a Chiefs fan, for the, for, I think, for the neutral. I know people love the Lions, but I do think this is a bit historic with the you know, 49ers franchise, all the stars they've got. They've got so many good players, haven't they, the 49ers? So yeah, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm biased. But most of my uh, friends uh, do want the 49ers to win, and I think they're a pretty cool story just because they've got that quarterback that was picked last, and then they've got, 10 incredible players so yeah i think it's a good super bowl um i'm biased but yeah i think it'll be good i think the game will be entertaining as well because i do think both teams on offense can 
either make terrible mistakes or have incredible games and both defenses can either give up loads of rushing yards or cause loads of interceptions so i do think it could be quite a volatile game if you're the neutral sat at home and watching this at, at the weekend yeah, I do think there are a lot of uh, various outcomes or range range of outcomes from a from a ten you know thirteen ten game to a 32, 35 type of game, and obviously we're all hoping for the latter. Um, but yeah, I think some, it was it was put the best way I can put it, or the best play the way that I read is that kind of the the brightest star of them all against a you know a galaxy of stars is kind of a, a decent way of a, a decent analogy of uh, of doing it. But so let's have uh, we'll start off with the main stuff before we get onto the, all the props later on in the show. So let's uh, get off with the the bread and butter of your betting markets. Kansas City are two point underdogs going into this one, eleven to ten on the money line. Uh, San Francisco 49ers are the favourites, eight to eleven, and I'm sure someone's going to bring up. That's about um, Padre Mahomes against the spread and handicaps. All the rest of that probably be Liam in about 30 seconds. But your over under line, over under line here is 47 and a half. Uh, th- three points um, up from the opening line. Liam, uh, as your Chiefs are in it, I'll uh, hand it to you. Yeah, so yeah, the home stats underdog are really good. But I do think for the spread, if, for the bookies, the, I think the right spread is three, three and a half, to be honest. Uh, because the Chiefs in the playoffs have been a lot better than the 49ers, but you still have to price the market on the whole season. Do you know what I mean? You can't just ignore how bad weeks 6 to 14 were for the Chiefs, if you're if you're a bookmaker. But I feel like a lot of the public have just bet the Chiefs because of how good the last three weeks have been, really, compared to the 49ers. So, yeah, in terms of the spread, I actually think it's... Yeah, you're, you're lucky, really, if you're a 49ers better, because I think minus two is lucky. I think if you think they're going to win, you've got great odds there. Um, in terms of me, when the spread's that small, you just for me, I'm just picking a winner. Uh, and I obviously, I'm going to go with the, the Chiefs. I've said Chiefs plus two, but I wouldn't actually bet that. I would bet the money line. I don't think there's much value. If they do lose by... Sorry, yeah, if they do lose by a point and you could have won the bet, it's just one of those things where you're just like, right, yeah, I could have won a bet. But at the Super Bowl, you're more likely to win money on props than you are the spread anyway, uh, historically. So for me, I would go Chiefs money line. Um, yeah, in terms of the game, you summed it up well. They've got so many stars, the 49ers, but how are you going to grade the quarterback? Me and Adam are probably lower on Purdy, I think, than a lot of people that I listen to. Um, but if I grade him at 15th in the league somewhere in that range, or 10th even if you say best case, Mahomes is one with a big margin from two for me. So... I do think that makes a lot of difference in a game like this. The two teams actually play each other quite well as well. 49ers run the ball. Chiefs historically can't stop the run. 49ers aren't very good uh, against tight ends anymore, especially in the playoffs. They're not very good against number one receivers. Chiefs have only got one receiver. So um, historically, both these two teams do play each other quite well. So yeah, I would pick the Chiefs. I think a lot of it for me is down to the quarterback factor on both sides. Uh, and then, yeah, head coaching experience as well. I do think, I do think makes a difference. And, I think the best unit in the game is Chiefs defense for me, uh, with Brock Purdy as quarterback. So, yeah, I'm going to pick the Chiefs, but I don't think it'd be an easy game or anything like that. And I could see if you like the 49ers minus twos, you should feel lucky because I think they should be minus three, three and a half, really, if you look at the whole season. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Like, yeah, I, I agree. If you're if you're a Chiefs backer, well, I, I don't know. I mean, we've all we've all gone Kansas City plus two for for the purposes of the spread anyway. But because we, yeah. again, you know, even if you lose, how often do Kansas City lose by a lot more than a field goal by a field goal or more? Not very often. So, um, Adam, your thoughts on on the game and the total? Of the, obviously, gone up a couple of points um, since the the opening lines. Liam summed up pretty well, really, and uh, both of you did. Uh, it is as you say. It's do you take the better team? Or do you take the better quarterback? And this is kind of the ultimate experience of that. I 
I do think, unfortunately, it will be the Chiefs. As I say, I'm, I'd rather they didn't. I'd rather the 49ers win, but I do think Mahomes has got it. Um, it will need, obviously, Kelsey and Rice to be on top of the game. They've had about two-thirds of the receiving yards over the last few weeks, um, every week, pretty much. Um, so yeah, they will need to be on top of the game. But as as Liam said, like we saw the Porter kill the 49ers in the middle of the field last week against a very good linebacker group. So if if the Porter can do that, then Travis Kelsey can do his run 11 yards, stop and turn around and find some space because that tends to be what he does. I mean, he had, I think all 11 catches were in the first half two weeks ago um, for 116 yards and a touchdown. So if he can do that in the first half, then the Chiefs can do what they've done most of the year and just keep it keep it safe in the second half, knowing that their defense is very good now. Um, which is what they did last week. And then when they needed a deep shot, they got MPS to seal the game for them. So I do think that the Chiefs will be able to eke it out. But conversely, it's going to be completely contradictory to myself. But I wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers put up a load of points. But then again, the Chiefs have only allowed 27 points maximum all year. So I think it'll be very interesting. Um, Obviously, you've got McCaffrey. 90.5 rush yards, I think, is his line. So, I you would imagine he's going to get 20 plus carries, and that'll be the way they go. Just run the ball down the throat. Obviously, I assume that Sneed will be on Ayuk, which will be a very fun matchup. Obviously, he's more of the wide receiver one. Debo's more of the shorter, shorter stuff, and getting the ball in his hands. So, it will be very interesting to see how it goes. I, I think for me, interesting more than entertaining. Uh, hopefully, it will be entertaining, but it should be a, a fun game for the more nerdy people out there to watch. Well, hopefully uh, Tony Romo does his own work and um, you know breaks down the stuff and, and like he used to at the start of his uh, commentating career rather than his laziness that seemed to have followed him over you know, the, maybe the last year or so. But maybe I'm doing a disservice, maybe not. Um, yeah, no, I, I just think for me the key to the games on either side of the ball, Kansas City Chiefs, like I mentioned in my little snippet for the main pod, I think they'll be looking at restricting the yak yardage for, for the 49ers uh, and I think they've got the secondary and, you know, the, the guys on defense and the mass, you know, obviously Spags as well with with his blitz packaging, you know, that could show up Brock Purdy and make him show his true colors as well. So he might have to get the ball out a bit quicker. And again, if, if they've got, I don't know, um, Liam, you'll know how much zone or, or man coverage they play. But yeah. for me, if you if you limit the yak yardage of, of Debo and Kittle and all, all the rest of it, I think you'll probably be able to. to to limit San Francisco's opportunities because say we'll then focus on the limelight. We'll focus on on Brock Purdy, and we'll, either way, you know, rightly or wrongly, we, we don't like Brock Purdy on this pod. But we'll find out. You know, the litmus test for him is he any good or not? If he if he overcomes it and gets it out, gets the ball out, and obviously win wins. But you know, uh, you know, it, it says it says it all when you've got Brock Purdy as um, you know Christian McCaffrey is seventy two favorite for MVP, right? So uh, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> I thought it was just quite, that was quite funny personally, but uh, yeah, but that, yeah, that, that's the key from, from the Kansas City side of things. Um, again, that's just the way I read it. So, um, yeah, they, um, yeah, they play like the second most man in the league now, Chiefs. And yeah, you are right about the yak. They're best in the league at giving up yak. So they don't give up a lot of yak to, to wide receivers at all. <laughs> uh, tight ends they do, but yeah, for receivers, they don't give up yak at all. Um, and on the other side of the ball, 49ers also give up the, the most rushing yards uh, in the playoffs to running backs. Pacari and Pacheco is pretty good. He's not as good as CMC, obviously, but he's good. So I think they're interested in kind of storylines for how people think the game might go. Hmm. Talking of interesting, Adam, you have a few random stats for us on spreads, underdogs and Super Bowl games and all that, all that 
jazz. Yeah, yeah. I found a nice post on covers.com. I will give them credit for this instead of just uh, stealing it. Um, the underdogs have covered in 12 of the last 16 games um, in Super Bowls, obviously. Um, the favourites are still slightly over, uh, slightly winning overall 28 to 26 and 2 against the spread. Uh, Super Bowl winners generally cover the spread. They have done in 48 of the past 57 games, which is uh, pretty impressive. Um, obviously, we'll get onto coin flips and all that kind of guff in a minute. Uh, first team to score win 37 out of 57 Super Bowls. So we'll see how that goes, really. But um, yeah, that's uh, the few little few little nuggets that I found there. Nuggets, indeed. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. We, we, we've we said on the podcast a lot over the last couple of rounds of the playoffs about the, we can move on to the coin toss and, and, and that now. So, you know, we notice obviously a couple of teams take the ball and obviously you have your usual 10 to 11s, you know, to land on heads, to land on towels, you know, either team to win the toss and that kind of stuff. And, you know, we have been saying, or we, we have been trying to look out for a market where you can bet on what what gets called, or yeah, you know, we we're right in thinking that the, is it the Forty ers that are calling this year? And they go they would go tails. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah, they would go yeah. tails. Yeah, if he says heads, it'd be the first time in his life Fred Warner's ever said heads. So <laughs> good odds, hundred <laughs> percent success rate. Yeah. Good odds if you can find it. Somewhere. Yeah, if you if you can find it, DM me on Twitter, please. Um, and then I can put it out to the world and ruin another bet for for everyone because apparently <laughs> I've just done that today. So uh, yeah, we'll um, we'll see on that one. But yeah, it's basically free money. Like we, I, I know that we got on the national anthem last week, which was uh, up at a ridiculous time. Um, and now I think it's well. We, we'll move on to that in a minute. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, no, we'll, we'll do it now. We'll do it now. National anthem this yeah. year is being sung by oh, I can't find it. Link for National Reba McIntyre. Yeah. Reba McIntyre. Yeah, and um, you know the current line is around one minute thirty, one minute thirty-one. Uh, but yeah, as you say, you boys kind of got on when it. I don't. I don't really understand why Skybet went straight up. Was it with a minute two seconds? That was just. Even the prices yeah. were a bit weird. I, I, someone probably got fired yeah. over there for for that. But so uh, yeah. Yeah, it was even for over as well, which they never do. So yeah. they, yeah, someone someone's going to be, uh, yeah, going to be in trouble for uh, for that one. We did actually say about it as well. I think on the pod last Thursday. So if anyone listened, did get on it because we said that seemed shockingly low, and then we'll, we'll investigate afterwards, and it was shockingly low. So if anyone got on it, fair play. <laughs> yeah, they stripped it off the board by like Friday afternoon, I think, didn't they? So. Yeah, yeah. One minute thirty now, obviously. And uh, Liam, you did some you did some research where you know, one minute thirty is kind of the most she's ever done, which was a Dallas Thanksgiving game a couple of years ago. I think you said. Um, yeah, in the eighties. She's quite old, this woman. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. I watched. Um, well, I watched four originally when I texted you guys, but I've watched six now. Um, which is a great way to spend your lunch break is watching an older lady sing the anthem six times. So I know all the words. Um, yeah, yeah. The people in your, I don't know if you work from home, but if you would do that in the office and you're in your lunch break and then just throughout the whole week, just random members of your colleagues just walking past you watching the American anthem. <laughs> yeah, I can confirm that uh, I was at home doing this because uh, I think five of the six were at the rodeo as well. So there's just horses parading behind her, which was quite funny. Um, but yeah, so she sang it between one minute 20 and one minute 30 six out of six times that there is on on youtube uh again this is a super bowl so she could long it out it's obviously a big moment she is a little bit older as well so she like i saw an interview which said this is like the most prestigious moment of her career so yeah maybe she tries to to long it out and it's not what i'm gonna bet now i don't think because we've got on it at such good odds but if i had to pick a side now it would be under just from the history that i've seen but yeah i'm just not gonna bet it when i've got 
But I say I'm not going to bet it. I might try and middle it. But at the moment, Adam's convincing me to not bet it uh, and just take my winning bet that I've got currently. Um, take take yeah. the money. Don't, don't, don't try and be uh, hard enough to take money from the bookies, especially when they, we're, we're crushing markets. But um, one, there are a couple of nuances on Skybet um, in terms of players and, and coaches to be shown first. You have Patrick Mahomes to be shown first before Brock Purdy, 8-15. Uh, 11 to 8 for Brock Purdy to be shown before Patrick Mahomes, and then in the coaches, Andy Reid is 4 to 7 to be shown before Kyle Shanahan, uh, 5 to 4 for Kyle Shanahan before Andy Reid. I do like the Chiefs side of things. I'm surprised they haven't got any Taylor Swift to be shown before every fucker, every other fucker in the stadium. Uh, do you think, um, <laughs> do you think those am I stupid in thinking that Mahomes one is like good? I know it's 8 to 15, so it's low. Oh, that's a lock, it's an absolute lock. That's what I was thinking, yeah. My friends, yeah. Put, my friend who's uh, very into gambling does it for a job. Uh, he's Max Bennett, but you can only get like $85 on it over in the States on DraftKings. Yeah, yeah. Because Mahomes is the is the face of the NFL. A lot more. But yeah, I was going to ask yeah. you guys as well if you think that was a lock. Because 8 to 15, I thought it should be way shorter than that. Yeah. Adam's not I sure. Can, um, I, I can get 468 quid on there, apparently. <laughs> I'm not going to, obviously. But um, I was just, uh, after you were saying that your mate's max bet, I was just intrigued to see what mine would be. Um, obviously, the, mine, by the way. That's the same as my max stake. I mean, I believe the Chiefs won it last year as well, didn't they? So um, he is the the yeah. reigning champion as well, which obviously makes you think. I, I, did, I do know in Australia, because I'm in an Aussie group as well, um, they do have... Uh, Taylor Swift to be shown before or after Travis Kelsey's first reception, but it's only after the game starts um, because obviously mm. she will be shown pre-game. Um, I'm, so surprised, yeah, that, I'm that surprised there's no bookies one. out there with over under certain amount of times Taylor Swift gets shown on telly, but my guess there is an adjudication of it. There is in the yeah, states, in the states yeah. yeah. Not yeah. over here. But, yeah, but, have, yeah, yeah, but if you have yeah. like Skybet or like or bookies over here, like we have a different feed, won't we? So it's just like well. Because it should be on yeah. cutaways to the breaks and stuff, but but yeah, Skybet are the only ones who ever really do. Sorry, Skybet yeah. are the only ones who really do these fun ones. And then obviously, I I still remember the good old days of Commentator Bingo from a few years back. That was that was my favourite market that they ever did, and that they only did that for one year. But yeah, we're kind of relying on them to put up these stupid bets, given the fact <laughs> that we can't. Well, it'd be DraftKings and FanDuel, I guess. Otherwise, yeah. to, be, to be fair, I don't know. Did Paddy Power, yet. Paddy Power got their um first first person thanked when on Super Bowl, like God and the coach. Yeah, they have. Person. Oh, they still got that. Yeah. Yeah. So Paddy, so Paddy Power does also have. Um, <laughs> will Taylor Swift be mentioned in the Super Bowl MVP's speech? Will the winning coach mention Taylor Swift in his speech? Um, yeah. So I know we said Skybet is the one for all the crazy ones, but actually there are some random. If you're into if that's Paddy Power, players, it wouldn't be. Worth, I don't know what the prices are, but if it's like hundred to one or something, like stick a nugget on it because sometimes Paddy Power just, isn't. Paddy Power, <laughs> Paddy Power pay out just stupidly because like oh I don't know I, I I recall they just do some stupid, stupid um, money payouts because they just feel like it. So that, that feels like that'd be the kind of market of they just pay out because they've got two people on it with a, a one a quid on it or something. But. Yeah. yeah, well, you can bet the no as well. So if you want yeah. to, if you can bet the no on all those. I know they're, they're like, the odds are absolutely awful, but if you're like Patrick Mahomes is clearly not, or Brock Purdy is clearly not going to say Taylor Swift in their speech, I think the <laughs> odds are like 1 to 15 on. But uh, yeah, so yeah, I check Paddy Power as well for random ones about like first person shown nearer to the game as well. Yeah. And I mean, will Taylor Swift wear a Kristen Yuschik custom design? Yes. Well, that's someone on the opposite team. 
Uh, so one to five for no is seems it seems pretty good. There's the no, kind but she's of, won uh, every game. Though. There is. Oh, she's won every game there. Yeah, every playoff game uh, she's won. Uh, Kristen Juszczyk item. That's why that's on there. Ah, uh, um, right. That's why it's on there. Them, so eleven I to four the, for yes. Yeah, I bet the yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, I shouldn't tell the world that because you know I'm spoiling it for everyone else. But you know, it's uh, that it is there. This, this conversation is going way over my head. I have no idea what what's, what we're talking about. So we'll move uh, we'll move swiftly on. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, we'll do a bit of some kickoffs. Then we've got some kickoff uh, touchback stats. Obviously, it's in the Legion Stadium. First time it's obviously been in there. Uh, there's obviously you know not as many. It's a smaller sample size. Obviously, it's only been they've only been in that stadium very very, very recently. Um, but obviously, Buckcar and uh, Moody do have a bit of leg on them and do have quite high percentage touchback touchback percentages. So I'm assuming, fellas, that we don't like the nine to four on yes for a, yes for a um, return the way around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Touchback no is nine to four, um, which obviously, as you said, does mean that they'll return it. I don't think they will. Um, history says that they should have done, um, but since McAfee brought it up a few years back, obviously, um, I think they get the ball a little bit more game ready now rather than just having a rock hard ball to start the game. Um, now that it's become a little bit more popular, I did see that Sporting Life obviously have their kind of recommended bet on Sky Bet, and it is touchback no at nine to four. Yeah, I, I don't agree with that. Um, the last two years have been no touchback. It is 26 out of 30 over the last 30 years, if you wanted to go that way. But I I think personally that all these kind of historic bets, they're a little skewed by the Patriots being there so many times. And I think things are a little bit different now. Obviously, with the uh, touchback now starting at 25-yard line as well, it's a little less incentive to try and run the ball out. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's touchback, yes. Uh, which is down at what four to eleven, something like that. It's not, it's not worth betting in my opinion. But um, that's the side I'm definitely leaning on that one. Um, obviously, the Chiefs maybe have a slight advantage in the fact that they've been to this stadium a couple of times. Um, I don't know whether they get the home or road dressing room, even though they are the home team. Whether they get the choice, because you'd think that they'd probably go for the road one, given the fact, as I say, they've been there a few times. Um, this is apparently the highest altitude Super Bowl that there has been. Um, obviously it's inside, but the pressure is still going to be less than it would be at ground level. So maybe the ball travels further, which means even more likely to be touchback. So yeah, for me, touchback on that one. Anything yeah. for you, Liam? Obviously, yeah. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is they're trying to preserve Devin Hester's um, highlights for the next hundred years. Yeah, true. I've watched that highlight this week as well because it came. It was the anniversary, wasn't it, on Wednesday and I, on Tuesday, sorry. And I saw that about a million times on my Twitter uh, Twitter feed. Um, yeah, I'm same as Adam that I don't think it'll be. Uh, I don't think it'll be. Uh, sorry, I think it will be a touchback. Um, I agree that the Patriots skewed it a little bit, but also the kickoff rules are just completely different now. So it's not just the 25; it's the rules on hitting players as well. It's the fact you can fair catch now as well at the two, three, which counts as a touchback. Um, okay. So for me, yeah, I just think there's more likely to be a touchback or not. In terms of stats, uh, Harrison Butker has only had one kickoff in the dome this season that hasn't gone for a touchback, uh, and that was in a game where the Chiefs were coming back from behind, so they were trying to just force a turnover by making someone bring it out, basically. Um, and I couldn't find the same for Moody, um, but in true nerd fashion, I went back and watched all the games where he did the first kickoff, and only two were returned out of all the games. So uh, it feels like odds are that it won't. It will be a touchback, and that they're not going to bring it out. So, 
I don't know. I don't know, fellas. I'm telling you, nine to four. Someone, someone wants to. Someone wants to be a star. Someone wants to be Devin Hester. Point two, uh, two point But anyway, we'll uh, we'll move on. Um, let's see. We got a Gatorade color. Anyone got any stats? For some reason, I really liked blue. I, I don't know why. But uh, what, what did uh, the the, 40, the Chiefs have the um, when they won in Tampa against? Was it when they went won in Tampa against Forty Nineers? Uh, Miami. They had orange. Miami, sorry, yeah, yeah. And last year they had purple. Um, so it's no shock that I think you should bet purple or orange at 72 because you'll make a profit if you think the Chiefs are going to win. If you think the 49ers are going to win, I still think orange is a good shout. Um, but yeah, there's obviously the red. That's why red's favourite, I think, because 49ers is, are the favourites to win the game. So yeah, uh, I just would never waste your money on clear and stuff. That'd be my people always end up betting clear because they think, oh my god, the odds are incredible, but it's never been clear. So, uh, yeah, I'd say purple or orange if you think the Chiefs are going to win. And if you do think the 49ers are going to win, I would go red. I think it's the rightful favourite. Mm, hopefully we've cleared that If you are doing that, uh, well done, Tim. If you are doing that, go on, Paddy Power. You've got red slash pink at 5-1, to one, purple at 7-2, to two, orange at 3-1. to one. Um, So better odds than, yeah, pretty much better odds than you can get on um, Skybet for that one. Uh, Unibet had, the, um, uh, had purple as favourite as well. I know Cistelia, so... There's a little bit of discrepancy depending where you look. If you do want to, if you do want to bet on Gatorade showers, weirdly enough, out of all the stupid stuff I bet on, that's one that I don't. Um, don't know really. <laughs> don't really know why. <laughs> Probably because I have too much on already. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh, are there any any other? Spe- oh, halftime show. Halftime show, the fellas. I nearly forgot about the halftime show. Um, yeah, it's going to be uh, the Usher, the fabulous Usher. I was going to say fabulous Usher, but I don't really like Usher, so I don't really care. Um, yeah, obviously, you know. Betting, betting has literally come down half an hour before we uh, we hit record on here. Um, where I don't know, I don't know how careful we want we, we want to, we want to tread on this podcast with what we, what we say now. But um, I don't know who cares. Um, yeah, obviously the only the only really tracks that I know is yeah and oh my god and without you and all that kind of stuff. But uh, does any Asher Asher fans want to stand up? I don't mind Asher. I said, I like I said Asher. at the end of last week. Yeah, I said at the end of last week, I had an 8701 when that was out 20-odd years ago. It was his first album. Um, yeah, you can still get um, Paddy Powers still offering last song, which I think we all kind of came to the conclusion it should be, yeah, and that's uh, evens. Um, you could have got, before it all came down, you could have got one to three on Lil John uh, or Ludacris, I think it was. Um being a guest there, he's been in the advert, or Lil John and Ludacris have both been in the adverts this week for the Super Bowl, and they're both involved in Yeah. Um, Lil John just shouts on it. So I, I do, I'm pretty sure I mentioned last week on the pod that Lil John would be there, and he was decent odds. So a little bit miffed I didn't get on that one, but I was waiting for a leak. It just turns out I was a little bit too late. Um, yeah, the first, first song betting has disappeared from everywhere because. There was news today, which I may have broadcast and I may have got moaned at by a couple of people um, for broadcasting it to my, all of my 3,700-odd followers. Um, but <laughs> I got my 20 quid on, so... Yeah, and uh, you know, the, the the odd bit of uh, research that I did do this with his um, I think his, his stint that he has a residency, uh, yeah, and all of his tours, yeah, seems to be the last to, to be the last um, the last song on on quite a few of those as well. So, um, so yeah, that seems to be the last song. Even, even money, <laughs> even money on Paddy Power for yeah, yeah. you can still yeah. get that. It is still available on yeah, Paddy do. Power. On Paddy Power, by the way, you can bet. Um, 
I'll get your views. Will Usher be wearing sunglasses during his first song? Yes, it's four to eleven, which is short, and no is two to one. It feels like two to one is a good bet if you don't think he's gonna wear sunglasses. And then you can also bet on how many outfits he will wear. The line is one and a half if you think he's gonna go under or over on the outfits. I don't know what your views are on any of those. So basically one change, that's it. Yeah, we outfit change is a woman thing, isn't it? I'd go under probably. Yeah, under is even. I mean, it, it depends. Does, if he takes his jacket off, his sunglasses off counts as a change. Yeah, I was going to say if he takes he, he <laughs> takes his leather jacket off or I don't know, he kicks his shoe into the crowd. Does that count as a? I don't know. We'd have to risk yeah. it and see if I. It's not a change, we, really, uh, is it? Because it's the same outfit. I don't. I don't know. But that's yeah. a oh, yeah. I'd probably go under because that's a woman woman thing to do changes and because they want to wear all these fashion designers and all this kind of crap that they wear as guys. Just like oh, fuck it, let's just do this and. <laughs> You can also, you can also hey, hey, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I, Usher, I don't know him personally, so he might be uh, on the other line of thinking. We'll see. But yeah. we're pretty be wearing hey, jeans, so you don't get changed out of jeans, do you? No, or leather trousers. It's another yeah. favorite of Usher's. Um, um, eight and a half. For the record, the, uh... oh, go on. Yeah. So I was just going to say he does seem to be wearing sunglasses in all the promo stuff. So that's probably yeah. why he's uh, eleven to four on it. Yeah, eight and a half songs, by the way, is the under over. It was seven and a half as of last week, so I don't know why it's changed. But um, eight and a half is a lot for a Super Bowl. Normally, like to nine songs is a lot historically. But I'm not going to bet it because I just don't want to risk the uh, Lil John, Ludacris, Usher, Alicia Keys yeah, medley yeah. that could be five songs in thirty seconds. So yeah, yeah. Isn't the stipulation though for that one that the song has to be at least ten seconds long? Doesn't say on there. They'll be in their teaser no, season. Sky, Sky well, I, Skybet, I, yeah. I thought Skybet had. Yeah, yeah this is Paddy Power, sorry. Oh, right, okay, sorry, right. right, right, right. But yeah, will will yeah. Usher debut a new song? Yes is five to six, evens is no. I'd, I'd say no on that. Like They normally just go through a kind of a medley of all the hits. It's not their, It's not yeah. a chance to release new stuff. So it's Because he released yeah. an album on Monday, that's why. Ah, uh, okay. That's why they've right, done that. I, I would go with you. I think no is a good shout at evens there. But yeah, yeah, because no one wants to hear something that they've never heard before. It's is meant to be getting everyone amped up for the second half and keeping them busy. Yes, True. indeed. Right. Are there any other any other bets or anything you guys want to mention before we get to a hundred pound challenge? Um, no, I will mention. Obviously, as, a, as no, I said, no, I, I, I think a mention. lot of the trends. Have, oh, yes, then. Yeah, uh, I, there has been a lot of trends that I think are not dead, but on the way out, like um, slow starting. Um, games are again, I think that's largely a Brady thing. Um, longest field goal or shortest touchdown being under that's one that probably is still valid. Under one and a half is generally where you want to go on that. Um, can't, I was trying to think of a few more. Uh, punts with it being again uh, at altitude is maybe go for longest punt over if you want something a little bit more left field. Um, and longest field goal. I can never remember which way I want to lean on that one, but I, I know that last year a lot of the kind of tried and tested um, all failed. So for me, I'm kind of out on most of them now, and um, it'll be more of a viewing um, mantra for me this one. Yeah, the only other market I was going to mention that I haven't got is uh, Sky offering catch a pass on their team's first drive. Um, I saw that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, now, how they normally do them. Now again, the Chiefs' offense. Could be three and out, right? I did that a lot in the middle of the season, but most of their drives are long. So you're going to get a lot of chances for whichever player you back. 
if it's a Chiefs player to catch a pass. If it's the 49ers, I'd be a bit worried because I think the first drive they're going to run it non-stop. So I'd be a little bit worried. But if you think the Chiefs are going to score points, it's a good way to bet it because I think Pacheco's two to one catches dump offs all the time. All the wide receivers outside of Rice are like four to one plus because they're not very good, but you only need them to catch one pass. Um, and Travis Kelsey's four to seven. And like, if it's not three and out, you know Travis Kelsey's catching the pass on the first drive. So you're basically betting, are they going to have three and out or not? And I think the odds for that were actually like one to six. So it's much better than four to seven. So yeah, I'd say Kelsey's a good bet for to catch a pass on uh, on their team's first drive. It doesn't even have to be the first drive of the game. It has to be just that team's first drive. So yeah, I like Kelsey and Pacheco where, for Chiefs. Mm. Shane, I wanted to... Where, uh, no, no, give me a price on Noah Gray. There's nothing on there. <laughs> it's... Uh, I've requested no gray though already. Um, yeah. It's underneath the octopus bet, Adam on Sky for the first catch, the first pass. Oh, so the sort. best, the best oh, odds, yeah, yeah. You, the yeah. best odds you get is Elijah Mitchell eleven to two, Ch four to one, which has got a chance of a dump off. Uh, MVS three to one, Watson three to one, and then yeah, Pacheco two to one, and then the rest are all yeah. yeah even. I think take the tight ends really, isn't it? Kittle or uh, Kittle or Kelsey for that one. Let's say Paddy Power have that on pretty much every game um, that's televised, so. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that market's already available on there, but it is one I, I do have a little nose at. Uh, admittedly, I'm generally terrible at it, but uh, yeah, you can get Noah Gray, 9-2. to two. There you go. Travis oh. Kelsey, 10-11 to 11 on Paddy Power. Oh, there we go. That, me and Tim, we'll both bet those. Me and Tim will bet. Um, we did. Both players, both, both players to catch a pass on their teams like we didn't drive. <laughs> Kelsey to have two catches, 4-1. to one. Is um, over on Paddy Power, Ooh, uh, like, like you said. If they have, if they have like a methodical that. drive, uh, George Kittle seven to four for the Forty ers He's probably the one I'd go for, or Debo six to four. So basically, if you want this market, look at Paddy Power. <laughs> the odds are <laughs> far, far better than Skybet. Yeah, because <sighs> Skybet are obviously offering their odds, and then they'll go and put your money on at Paddy Power. Correct. Just, just in case absolutely you how it, absolutely how it works. <laughs> absolutely how it works. <laughs> Okay, any more any more for any more? I'm gonna run down the bit yeah, run out run down our best bets. No, nope. we're all good, we're all out, lovely stuff. Okay, best bets. As I say, not really. Oh, we didn't really do touch touchdown scores. Let's do touchdown scores, touchdown scores, guys. Um on the, our best bets, obviously, me and Liam have gone for Pacheco, Adam, you've gone for Rice, obviously all at San Francisco 49ers there. But um I do like Noah Gray at bigger prices. Liam, I think you do as well. Um, and I have been betting Carl Juszczyk in, in the playoffs for the 49 as well. He's due. He obviously scored in the, the fixture a couple of years ago in Miami. Um, not not overly sure it'll repeat, but um, I do I do fancy something, you know, like a Jawan Jennings or a Blake Bell or someone, you know, I think you can get 40, 40 to 1 for an offensive lineman to score, which I think really <laughs> isn't. Is, is worth two two pound fifty of your money, but um, Adam, we'll go to you first for touchdown scores. Uh, yeah, Noah Gray was the other one I I kind of looked at. I had someone message me on um, Twitter, and obviously I saw you guys had gone at it. You get nine to one at Paddy Power for him, ten to one at Live Score Bet if you do happen to Ooh, have a count there. There you go. Um, Rashi Rice, as I say, like Rice and Kelsey have got two thirds of the passing um, work that. Um, Mahomes puts out, so I don't mind the uh six to four on him. I'd, obviously, Pacheco scored four games in a row now, so wouldn't be surprised if it was him. Miko Hardman, as we as I said, against um, not the Ravens, the Bills, he had um, a couple of end arounds and little bits like that. 16 to one anytime at Paddy Power, if you fancy a very long shot on him. Um, and yeah, I'd, I'd love Juice Jack to score. I like Juice Jack, and he had 
a couple of touches last week. Um, so yeah, eleven to one was the best price. Oh, he had he had, a, he had a he had a curry within the five, right? And I was on it. I, he had the curry within the yeah. five. I was like, come on, got to the one. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, eleven to one at live score bet, ten bet, um, bet Fred's ten to one. So all around uh, the big odds there. Kadarius Tony Liam is twelve to one. Uh, you'll be happy to know. He won't even be in the stadium. I've got to decide between uh, the two names of Hardman and Tony, like we uh, always talk about. But yeah, Noah Gray's pretty good. <laughs> Noah Gray and Juszczyk, both 9-1 to one on Paddy Power, but I think Juszczyk's better than that, isn't he, on Skybet, I think. Uh, I know he's 9-1 yeah. to one as well. I thought yeah, Mahomes... Like... Go on, go on. Yeah, I like those two, but yeah, to the words out of my mouth. Mahomes hasn't scored yet, uh, and he's scored on every other postseason run they've had. His and... price is too skinny for me, though. I don't like his price. Is it 7-2 to two or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't mind him. at 4 best price. He might yeah, be. He simple. might be one to get on in play, like maybe through the first quarter when they're doing play odds, and they get they get inflated quite quickly um, after maybe a couple of drives. Maybe he'll get to about eight, ten, eight, ten to one or something. Yeah, I don't mind him seventeen to one first touchdown, but um, yeah, I agree. The, the odds aren't great, but yeah, same names that you've all said. Really, um, will I do Tony? Will I not? Find out on the Sunday when I tweet it out. Will, will, you, will you get your money back? Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't play, I get my money back, which is uh, which is lovely. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't think that um, Mitchell's awful odds either for the 49ers if they do have to spell McCaffrey's eleven to one. So lovely stuff. Okay, as it's the Super Bowl, as we do most years, we have a hundred pound challenge. Mythical, obviously. Um, maybe you guys are watching or listening, want to do it with a pound or something like that. But so uh, yeah, we'll go through our bets here, our mine. We'll post these up on our socials as well. I've gone for quite a few um, reoccurring themes that we've gone throughout the whole playoffs uh, in terms of Rice over, yeah, uh, Rashi Rice over receptions and um Christian McCaffrey over on the receiving yards. So they're my two biggest bets. Uh, over 33 and a half receiving yards for McCaffrey at Sky. These are all Sky bet. Uh, over six and a half receptions for Rice. Um, they're all obviously just shades of odds on. CMC and Travis Kelsey both score a touchdown two to one. That's an enhanced boost on Sky bet. I've gone for £20 on that. And then um, one the bet that I always love to do, just it, it's only because I always feel it happens more than it actually does. But a touchdown and field goal for each team in each half, 20 to one. <clears throat> Octopus which is a player to score a touchdown and then the same player to have a two-point conversion on the following on the following play. bit short at 10 to 1, but um, kind of game that will happen if you, when you've got players like uh, CMC or Travis Kelsey. Um, you know, I, I feel that they'll lean to uh, they're into the, those those stars, and then uh, this was an enhanced. I oh know it wasn't enhanced. It was enhanced on Sky Bet, but it was still bigger somewhere else. I can't. I can't remember where it was, but I think it was um, Boyle Sports Chiefs halftime, 49ers full time, seven to one, um, for just something a tiny little bit different. Uh, Adam, do you want to run us through yours? Yeah, can do. Yeah, over one and a half rush touchdowns for the 49ers. I think as you can get seven to four on Sky Bet, but I've put thirty three to twenty. On here, um, Purdy over 12 and a half rush yards. He's been scrambling a lot um, over the uh, playoffs. Elijah Mitchell over 20, over 25 rush yards is 15 to 1 on Bet365. Um, he's probably going to get a few carries, so I thought it was big odds. Maybe he'll break one. Um, 15 to 1, I thought. May as well have a go. Uh, first quarter, as I say, typically they've been quite slow scoring um, over Super Bowls, but I do think that is kind of changing and the Chiefs are far better in the first half than they are second half. Um, so over nine and a half first quarter, first quarter points is 20 to 20, 20 to 21. Forgetting how to speak. Uh, MVS longest reception over 13 and a half. 
yards is 20. I've got 25 quid at five to six on that one. Um, if he catches a ball, it's probably going to be over 13 and a half. He'll probably have three targets, two catches. So that's why I'm going with that one. And then just a couple of five quids on Ayuk first touchdown at 10 to one. And Mikol Hardman first touchdown at 50 to one, just because I thought the odds were big and I wanted something random. There we go. Liam, take us through yours. Yeah, I've gone um, for Purdy under 31 and a half passing attempts. Um, yeah, just because, like we said, we think they're going to run the ball a lot. And uh, his average is, yeah, especially games where they're not losing by uh, three scores, his average is like 26.25. Uh, so I think 31 is too many. I've gone sim- same as you, Tim, for Rice over six and a half receptions. Uh, I've also gone for Pacheco over two and a half receptions. He averages three and a half in the playoffs uh, since he's played for the Chiefs. Uh, I've gone last play as well to be a kneel down. Uh, over 68% of games in the Super Bowl end on a kneel down play for the team that are winning. So bet that. Uh, and then my last two. So Chiefs to score 26 and a half, well, more than 26 and a half points is five to two on Virgin Bet, which is much better odds than you get everywhere else. Uh, and Kelsey to attempt to pass is 12 to one. Um, I got a feeling someone who's not a quarterback will attempt to pass in this game. And uh, yeah, he was the most obvious one out of the options they priced up. There you have it, Is it Skybet? Yeah. yeah. We will post those on our socials. Um, just so if you want to keep track or you want to, you want to send us a message on how shit we are, then afterwards, then by all means, do please do so. But yeah, enjoy the Super Bowl, Liam. Hope your team win, mate. Um, yes, yeah, so as, uh, as a Dallas fan, we're never going to get there in my lifetime. So especially whilst <laughs> Jerry Jones will still will still be alive because he'll be cryogenically frozen or something. Then. Yes, mate, just... I hope we win too, even though Adam disagrees, but I'll take your uh, good luck. It's fine. <laughs> You're just disingenuous good luck with a poisoned, poisoned good luck message. <laughs> right, he's, he's just, uh, he's not realised yet that the Bengals are not, uh, not going to get there anytime soon either, but they've already been uh, in Bengals are there next year. Bengals Packers next year. Bengals Packers. You heard it here first. Yeah. Uh, there we go. But yeah, enjoy your bets. Obviously, don't bet too much. Lots of stuff to bet on. Please uh, gamble responsibly. Make sure you you know what you're betting on and you know you know, stay in control and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of months to preview the draft. It's been fun, boys, over the year. Thanks to everyone that's been watching, listening over the years uh, and over the season as well. Um, yeah, we'll be back for the draft to give you some, uh, to win some more key-ish um, in, what's that, end of April? April? End of April draft? End of April, yeah. yeah. But the odds will be good at the start of April, so we'll probably be back by then. Yeah, I mean, Caleb, you're not going to get rich on Caleb Williams going one overall, but um, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Going to win some quiche. Um, Yeah, that's going to do it. We'll see you soon, guys. Uh, All the best. Take care. See you later.